Welcome to the Rush of Fear podcast, where we are covering Universal Orlando's premier scare event, Halloween Horror Nights, for our sister podcast, the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast. Halloween Horror Nights 30 is just a few days away, and we're here to tell you everything you need to know about this year's event, as well as share our personal hype lists. So, without further ado, let the mayhem begin. What a rush of fear. Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Welcome to the show. Good to see you. Find your seats, open your candies, and uh, get ready. We're here. My name is Kenneth. I'll be your host for tonight. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Michelle. Hello, hello. And Maddie. There's a snake in my boot. (laughs) That's the wrong... (laughs) podcast i know but i just really wanted to say it fair enough why not i had it i had it it was in my head and i said i'm gonna have one this week so there it is all right well so yeah this episode's gonna be kind of just talking about everything that we know and everything that you might need to know about this year's halloween horror nights and we're gonna do our hype lists we've each kind of organized what we're most excited for with the different categories of things that there are to do. So what do we want to do? Should we start with our hype list or should we start with all the info? Let's start with all the info. Yeah. Info? Info is important. All right. Well, Michelle? I will lead us off. So let's start the episode by going through event nights and closing times. 1 a.m. closing nights are September 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, 29th, and 30th. So almost all of September is yeah. 1 a.m. closing nights, except for the first weekend. Um, Which they just recently changed. Yep. So yeah, they ex- opening. Ex- extended those first two nights uh, post. Busy. Which makes me happy. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah, 2 a.m. closing nights are opening weekend, so September 3rd and 4th, and then all of October. Again, that's 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 20th, 21, 22, 23, 24, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. Hey, bingo. <laughs> that's lots Ooh. of nights of fun, guys. That's a lot of numbers. 42 yes, to be exact. 42 so nights. awesome. Um, remember, if you have a Rush of Fear Pass, you can go the first 16 nights of the event. If you have the Frequent Fear Pass, you can come every Sunday through Thursday along with the first weekend. And if you have the Frequent Fear Plus Pass, you can come every Sunday through Friday plus the first and last Saturday of the event. And if you're lucky enough or rich enough to have the ultimate Frequent Fear <laughs> Pass, you can come every single night of the event. Bum, bum, bum. Fancy. Yes. Who would want to be there 42 nights? Me. Me. <laughs> I used to think that, and then I went. I, I get burned out on it about two-thirds of the way through. I'm just like, all right, I've seen, I've seen what I needed to see. I need mm-hmm. to well, if, sleep. <laughs> if I didn't have, like, a life the rest of the time, like a job, you know, where I had to get up early in the morning, I don't sure. know. Yeah. <laughs> But I do. So, yeah, that, it's, that, yeah. that won't ever happen for me. I remember like 28, I spent so much time as a guest. And then like 29, I also spent so much time as a guest. But I, I felt like 
I had to be there. Like, you, do you ever feel that where you just like, you have oh, yeah. like, like you you're missing out go. if you're not yes. there. Yeah. Oh, I, but I don't get FOMO about anything else. Literally just Horror Nights. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, but like, what if like one person is doing a role that they haven't done yet? And like, I really want to see them and support them. And so I have to go just in case. <laughs> Yeah. You know, if I lived in Florida and I think this will be like my retirement goal, right? I'm going to be like the granny that has the ultimate frequent fear pass with <laughs> Express and I'm um, living my best life in my elder years. Like I duck lady. I saw those people. Yeah. When I was in Insidious, there was like certain groups yeah. where you would see them every night except Saturdays because the ultimate frequent fear didn't exist yet. So, uh, there was no pass that included Saturdays. And there was this one old lady who would come through on an ECV at, like on, during the first set. She'd be like one of the first 10 groups to come Did through Did she have house. a skeleton yes. on the back of her ECV? No, it wasn't that lady. Oh, She had She's a little cool. like reading light on the front, though. And she Aww. would come through and wave at everybody and just say, hi. See, that, that's going to be me. <laughs> yep. But that's yep. like the duck lady. The duck lady there is so often and like everyone knows who she is. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty cool. But this year, we also have so much more haunt stuff happening in Orlando than just Horror Nights, too. So, Yeah, it's going to be yeah. really hard to get to go or get around and see everything just because there's know. so much to do. It's very sad. Um, yeah, but let's go through the house lineup. So, yay. Yay. So obviously 10 houses. Um, and we're going to kind of go through and tell you where each one will be located in the park. Um, we're going to start up at the front of the park, which is Music Plaza Stage. That is where we're going to have The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, and that is in Sound Stage 23. Uh, next house over, we have The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that is going to be um, at the Jimmy Fallon entrance. Next, we have um, the two that are in New York, right under that turn of Rip Rocket, um, right next to the Tribute Store. And that is going to be the Revenge of Tooth Fairy and HHN Icons Captured. Uh, next, we're going to move a little bit further back into the park. We're going to be over by the MIB tent. And that is in between the Fear Factor stage and Men in Black. And that's going to be Welcome to Scary Horror in the Heartland. Um, the next two houses as we round the park are going to be the Wicked Growth Realm of the Pumpkin and Puppet Theater Captive Audience in the two tents kind of in between the Men in Black gift shop and then before you enter the Simpsons area. Um, and then next up are the two parade building houses back by E.T. And this year, those are going to be the Haunting of Hill House and Beetlejuice. And then last but not least, we have the Shrek building house. And this year, that is going to be Case Files Unearthed Legendary Truth. Boom, mic drop. Yes. Wow. Wow. Nice little... Little uh, virtual walk around the park. It was, yeah. and I totally followed it. Like, like Thank I was you. there. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> uh, well delivered. Thank you. Um, uh, looking at the houses and the locations of them, I'm trying to think what are going to be like the go-to houses when people get loud out of scare, uh, stay and scream, especially if they're at Finnegan's. I think most people are going to run straight to HHN Icons Capture. I was going to say that one yeah. or Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. I don't know, but because that one was open during light. So do you think that one's going to be as popular? Yeah, but it was like a fan favorite. And it also was. without two, I mean, I think all three of those are going to be popular because now without like 
plexiglass and shower curtains and things like that. I I personally believe that Revenge of the Tooth Fairy and Bride of Frankenstein are going to be at least like 65% different than how we experience them. You yeah, know, that's true. Because <clears throat> there's there's gonna there's so much more of a difference between scaring with plexiglass in front of you, I feel like where you have to, you can't even touch the plexiglass as opposed to scaring without it, where you can actually come out of the boo hole. And then, yeah, I don't know. And I think, um, cause like going through those two houses for HHN light, you know, as when you get to, when you get used to horror night houses, like you notice where boo holes are and when they're vacant or not being used, you're like, Oh, that's probably a boo hole. And so I feel like that is also like they've probably added a lot more because last year they had to separate because of social distancing within boo holes and things like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I think all three of those are going to be popular because the two and then everyone who missed out on HHN Light last year are going to. Yeah, be excited I was thinking I was I'm thinking of like there's two groups, right? There's two groups of people who are at Horror Nights. There's the like longtime Horror Nights fans who really know the history and care about the icons and stuff. But then there's other people who like. <laughs> You know, they might not know or care about the icons and they just want to see, check it out and see what this is. Mm -hmm. And so they might not go to icons. They're probably going to go to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or maybe Bride of Frankenstein Lives, you know, because those are the recognizable names. If you're just some, you know, some person who's like, oh, I've heard a lot about this thing. I'm going to go check it out and see what it is. And uh, there's a bar right here. I guess I'll hang out here because they're saying I can hang out here until it opens. Mm hmm. I think Texas Chainsaw or Bride might be the uh, the go-tos. But I think bo- most of the people, especially opening weekend, that line for icons right at the start of the night is going oh, to yeah. be absolutely yeah, I nuts. So. I think so. Do they open all four of those for Stay and Scream? Not always. Okay. Um, I know like in 29, Yeti, Terror of the Yukon opened... Uh, Later. M- maybe like half an hour after the other ones. Yeah. Um. When you were talking so. about the two groups of people, I legitimately thought you were going to be like the Finnegan's people and the Duff Brewery people. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, like well, that is also <laughs> such a big distinction as well. <laughs> that's true too. I mean, that is mm-hmm. within those. Well, the here's the thing. I think I think the casual Horror Nights fan is like the one who doesn't know is probably not even in Stay and Scream, to be fair. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, (laughs) true. Uh, And if they are, they're probably at Finnegan's. I think only Mm -hmm. the, like, real diehards go back to Simpsons. um, Because uh, they're smart. One (laughs) thing I forgot to um, write about was the extra Stay and Scream ticket that they're selling this year. Did you guys see that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like early. Yeah, it's like $30 and you get in to the park. I want to say like an hour before stay and scream. I think it's like three o'clock that they let you in. Oh, that's even earlier than I thought. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I just remembered that now. So there's that information for you as well. (laughs) Go to book through mouse and muggle travel company (laughs) (laughs) that's if you have a horror nights ticket but you don't have a daytime ticket for the normal park right Mm -hmm. then you can pay thirty dollars get in at three o'clock and then make it into a stay and scream holding area so that you can get a jump start 
Which like is a pretty good deal because I feel like even in like maybe the two hours before you would be herded in to stay in Scream, you could get a lot done. Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) You know. If you're trying to check out some rides because you know that it's a waste of time to do rides during Horror Nights um, and you're like, oh, well, I've been wanting to see the Transformers ride and, you know, I've never been on it. Yeah. Might as well try to do it now. Might as well for $30. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Stay and scream is, is a good thing to do, especially if you don't have express passes. But when you do have express pass, it's not, it's not as stay and scream. Isn't my thing, honestly, because I like being a part of the crazy crowds at the front of the gate. Like it's so, <laughs> it's so energizing to me. Is that your plan <laughs> for opening night to, to go in through the main yes. gate? Yep. Ooh, I want to be there, but I want to camp out. I want to be like there at the very front of the gate so that I can see when the characters start walking up and the smoke starts coming, the fog and the music starts playing. Like that's the best feeling ever. And you don't get that with stay and scream. The one time I did, it wasn't technically stay and scream. It was, um, the scare actor dining. Mm -hmm. Um, and I did the earliest seating so that we were done. And we basically had like our own little holding area right outside the restaurant. And it just wasn't the same. When I got out, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's it started? Like, one more time. Yeah. What was that noise? <laughs> it, yeah. Because, like, where I, where I was, there was no action. Like, all of the scare actors were starting the event down at the gates. So, like, where I was, yeah. they opened the gate, and I was like, huh? <laughs> well, that was no fun. So, That's fair. although I kind of like, because I've never done opening night at the main gate i've always anytime i've ever done opening night it's been finnegan stay and scream um which i to be you know to be clear i am a duff person as far as uh stay and scream goes <laughs> but for opening night the party's at finnegan's you know um That's and fair. i kind of i kind of like the idea of you get out of stay and scream you go in through the first house that's your kickoff to horror nights and when you get out the streets are now scare zones and they weren't before. And so like, that's kind of cool. Like you're, you, you, you start your event with the, whatever house you're most looking forward to to do first. And then you, you're right in the middle of everything as it's already started, you know? Yeah. That's fair. Well guys, we're a bit divided. And since we're doing, um, <laughs> since we're doing opening night together, we're going to have to either figure this out or take it to a, a listener vote. I'm willing. I'm willing <laughs> listener vote. <laughs> I think they would vote stay and scream, but I think I'm, I'm interested enough to see the opening ceremony for this year. Well, the horror um, nights, the horror nights thing posted something uh last week i think they like either subtweeted or like quote tweeted someone talking about like opening night and blah 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 they're like you won't want to miss the opening ceremony oh so we gotta be there we gotta be there i think we'll do that and live stream it guys like we need to live stream it for our people oh sure yeah you don't think they'll all be there anyway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> maybe not on opening night you never know yeah okay we'll see. anyway i'm gonna have i'm gonna have an unpopular opinion though my favorite time ever coming into horror nights was hhn 29 and it was like sunset and going through an arcade at sunset was also very cool continue yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that's after the events already started yeah right but it was it was something i'd like never experienced before and so like walking in and it already 
being kind of dusk, so it was darker and everything was lit up and it just felt more like actual Horror Nights. Yeah. And my eyes didn't have to adjust and like everyone was already in the groove of the night. They've probably already had their 15 minute break. Like it just, it felt, I was like, oh, this is like a different vibe than how everything else is. But yeah, you know. Well, since we're talking about, (laughs) when since we're talking about scare zones, let's do another lap around the park and talk about what those are. Um, so if on opening night, if we walk in through those front gates and just walk straight down towards the back, towards the sound stages, we will walk through Avenue of the Stars where we have 30 years, 30 fears. Then we'll continue back into the streets of New York where we have an original scare zone called Seek and Destroy. Then we'll keep going over to San Francisco and we will see Crypt TV. Then Continue around. We'll probably pass through some roaming chainsaw hordes that only ever roam around one area every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, but <laughs> after we pass them, we will get to Central Park where we can find Gorewood Forest, uh, the Terra Queen scare zone. And finally in Hollywood, we have Lights, Camera, Action, Eddie's Revenge. Yeah, yeah. And while we're at it, while we're talking about the... Uh, I don't know. The houses are the main event. And then everything else is like the icing and the cherries on top of the cake. Yes. Yeah, uh, so talking <laughs> about the two shows that are at the event this year, we've got Marathon of Mayhem Carnage Factory, uh, which is this year's Lagoon show. So viewing for the show will be in the tiered amphitheater area by Central Park and Cafe La Bamba. So if the... 2019 Marathon of Mayhem is any indication to how this year's schedule will go. Uh, The show does have multiple showings per night, usually at the top of the hour. um, And those schedules will be posted as we get closer to the event. Um, The other show that we have for this year is Halloween Nightmare Fuel, which will be in the Fear Factor stage at the back of the park. Uh, And we really don't know what this show is going to be, but we can assume that there will be at least five or six showings of it per night based on previous shows that have been in that space. So if you are planning to see this show, we would recommend scheduling it into your night since you have to stand in a waiting area to go and see it and get a seat. Usually I think for any show, it's recommended to arrive at least 30 minutes ahead of time Mm -hmm. just to make sure that you can get a spot and uh, enjoy the show. And can I throw in a rumor on that show real fast while we're here? So there is this, um, it's not really, I don't know if you call them a dance troupe, but it's a dance performance, uh, fire breathing, like trick troupe called Fuel Girls. And they're based in UK. And the rumor is, the rumor is that it's them or some of their colleagues from that troupe who will be doing this show. Nice. Okay. Check them out on Instagram <laughs> and Maddie and Kenneth, actually, I think if you have to watch them on Instagram, you're going to be like, Oh God, please, please <laughs> let it be them. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Y'all were talking about this on the, um, the main feed. I do remember cause that, that clicked. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Now it's, it's controversial. I'm not going to say like where the rumors came from or anything, but uh, so the, the main girls are, they're based in UK, so they can't come here. So I was like, how can it be them? Because according to, yeah, they're in lockdown. They're not allowed to come here, but maybe they have other dancers 
who are here or can come here. So yeah, hmm. it would make sense with the title of the show and the yeah. type of show that they do. It would fit perfectly. Yeah. I'm looking at like a little sizzle reel thing that they have here for something called Festival of the Dead on their Instagram. Oh, yes. Which I very mean, much looks like something that would belong or, you know, it fits right. at Horror Nights. It looks yes. like. Yes. There's also so many, not just like local Orlando or Central Florida people in groups that do that, but also just Florida in general. Um, but I, I'm also at least 90% sure that there's going to be universal hired dancers in the show oh, as I'm well. 100, I'm a hundred percent sure of that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. People I know who have, are like dancers in superstar parade or, you know, stuff like that mm-hmm. um, have said that they are uh, dancing in this show as well. So, mm. yeah. So I think it's going to be a mix of, of all these fun things, but there's like, yeah. there's circus troops here in Orlando too. And there's, so many aerialist um, performers as well in Orlando. So I think they have so much to pull from just here in the area. Yeah. yeah. It'll so be maybe, cool no matter what, maybe though. The, maybe the the main people are the ones that choreographed it. Yeah. Oh, it and, could be. And they've just pulled from local performers to do the actual show. Who knows? Yeah. We will find we'll out. We'll find out. Yes. I'm excited to find out. (laughs) All right, moving on. Per usual, the attractions that will be open during the event are Hollywood Rip Red Rocket, Transformers, Revenge of the Mummy, The Simpsons Ride, Escape from Gringotts, and Men in Black. Normally, during HHN, ride lines are slower than they are during the park day. And if you have an express pass for HHN, you can also use them on the rides as well. Yeah. That's a nice little added perk. I feel like a lot of people probably don't realize that. Mm-mm. Yeah. But they're really not necessary. Like even I no. usually have express passes and I, I hardly ever have to use them because it's literally a walk on for most of those rides. Yeah. I feel like Rip Ride Rocket a lot of times has a uh, a line during Horror Nights just because it's a, I think it's a, that ride is more fun at night. It's fun to be around like, you know, zipping through the dark. Yeah, that's fair. And the mummy also gets a line because it kind of fits in with the whole, you know, horror it does. And uh, it's right It's right there, too, in the front. In the scare zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally also, in I the just want to say, uh, maybe it was last time when it was, uh, what would it have been, Ghostbusters. The year before that, it would have been Stranger Things. That big queue that is in the music plaza, and you, you, know, you can mm-hmm. watch Rip Ride Rocket going. There's always people, you know, this is opening night. This is the first night of Halloween Horror Nights. We all just got out of Stay and Scream, and we went straight into this line. And there's people on rip ride rocket and i just don't understand who in the world (laughs) would run from halloween horror nights stay and scream to get on a ride that's there every day (laughs) it's not that good of a road like it's (laughs) it's so herky-jerky now it's kind of gone down the same road that kraken has at sea world where i just feel like it hasn't been maintained i have to go to a chiropractor when i ride that ride And I am a roller coaster junkie. I am now yeah. the mom, though. Like when my sister comes to visit me from um, Indiana, like I and I bring her to Universal, and she's like, "I want to go on Rip Ride Rocket." I'm like, "That's fantastic. I will hold your backpack." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "But you love roller coasters. You'll go on anything." And I'm like, "I do." However, this one makes me nauseous nowadays because I am old. <laughs> she's yeah. just so mad at me all the time. But I'm like, I can't. 
it'll ruin my day. It really, because it gives me a headache and it makes me nauseous and it just. I always just huh. sit in that, I stand in that music plaza watching that ride go and think, who are who? all of you people? <laughs> who are all you? The teens. <laughs> Let me give you a little bit of travel agent insight. Okay. So I do have some clients, right, who, who don't get to go to Universal as often as we do. Mm-hmm. And they are going to HHN and they're doing multiple HHN nights, but only like one day in the parks because of, you know, you're tired after staying up till 2 a.m. and um, focusing yeah. on HHN. So they're only doing one day in the daytime parks. So therefore on one of their nights, they are utilizing their park time at HHN at studios to but also experience those rides. Night, on opening, opening night, night no. Halloween Horror Nights going first thing to Rip Ride Rocket? That's no. who I'm asking about. Like, that doesn't... Who, who are you? But like, yeah, opening <laughs> night doesn't make much sense. But if it were a multiple night thing well, yeah. and they, they've already been one night and so, yeah. So some of, some of these people use that as like their time to do these big attractions without the weights. So that's sure. understandable. Opening yeah, night... Yeah, that's understandable. Eh. Opening night, I question I every know. decision you've ever made up to this point. What brought you here? How did you? That's, how did this happen to you? That's like leaving <laughs> Duff Brewery and going right on the Simpsons ride. Oh, yeah. God, that would be even worse. Opening <laughs> night. Here we go. I'm not going to the haunted house. I'm going to ride the Simpsons ride. It is September 3rd at 6 p.m. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> if I was a team member... Like standing there at the Simpsons ride, the entrance, and like people walk over to me, I would literally just be like, "The house is that way." Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That way. Keep going. Follow the crowd. Yeah. So, why are you? Why are you here? <laughs> maybe these. Maybe these people were just in the parks minding their business, and they, they had a ticket. Wow. Yeah, they had a ticket for the night or whatever. weren't thinking about it, and they were just like, "Hey, what's this big crowd doing at Finnegan's? Let's go eat there because it must be good." And they're just sitting there, and then the whole crowd leaves. They're like, "Well, we better go with the crowd," <laughs> and then they're like, "Okay, we're back in the park now. Let's go do the rides." And they don't even realize the event has started. Let's go with that and give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It's That's the fair. most plausible explanation. <laughs> oh goodness! I can poke a few holes in it, but I won't. I will. Yeah, I know. I'm, just, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, Maddie, are you going to tell us about dining and snacks or are we skipping that? I sure will tell you about dining and snacks in this added clip I record later. Just <laughs> oh, okay, say record later. just say the just say dining and snacks. <laughs> dining and snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's future Maddie here with your post-recorded bit talking about the food that was announced literally the day after we recorded this episode. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) that's how it happens though, isn't it? That's always, that's always what happens. All right. So let's go through our Halloween Horror Nights and Beyond food for this year's event. We're going to start in the Tribute Store. Uh, we have like a little bakery this year in the Tribute Store. Um, so at that bakery, there is a bride wedding cake. There is a chance jar cake, a Frankenstein cake, a Frankenstein cupcake, <laughs> graveyard cupcake, jack jar cupcake, uh, pumpkin cocoa bomb, and other spooky treats. 
Love to see it. Uh, so those are going to be in the bakery part of the tribute store. Um, I'm pretty sure they're just going to be like how the all like all the other tribute stores that we've had throughout the past like two years for all different events. Um, just the small little handheld spooky stacks. <laughs> uh, and the tribute store is open all day. So it's not just open for uh, the HHN event, it will be open through daytime hours as well. So if you're just going to the park, um, either before HHN or on a non-HHN night, you will be able to enjoy the Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store treats. Moving into our first food kiosk, this one is the Jack's Place and Carnival Courtyard. Uh, so this one is going to be in that little alleyway over by the Christmas shop and behind the Tonka truck that is there as part of the Seek and Destroy Scare Zone. Um, kind of in the same place where all of the Mardi Gras food kiosks are all lined up. Um, so this one is obviously based off of Jack. Good old Jack. <laughs> um, we have Bago Donuts, which is powdered sugar or cinnamon sugar baby donuts. We have the Jacked Donut Slider, which is beef patties with bacon jam, American cheese on bourbon glazed donuts. Yum. Um, we have the Dr. Pignetti's Confetti Battered Oreos, which are Oreo cookies hand dipped in confetti cake batter, then fried and dusted with powdered sugar. This is all just like awesome fair food and I'm here for it. Uh, we have the No Chance in Hell PB&J. It's a fried peanut butter and grape jelly sandwich with a hot honey drizzle. Uh, we have Tiny Twinkies, deep fried cream filled snack cakes dusted with powdered sugar. Delicious. For alcoholic beverage, we have the Jack's Old Fashioned Jack and Coke, which is Tennessee whiskey, cherry brandy and old fashioned syrup. That sounds absolutely delicious. And then last at this kiosk, we have the Carnivore Smoked Wings, barbecue spice rubbed and smoked for three whole hours. Uh, all right, moving to the back of the park at the Kids Zone Pizza Company, we have Pizza Fries, the return of the Pizza Fries. Who's excited? I know I am. So pizza fries are crinkle-cut french fries with marinara, mozzarella, sausage, and pepperoni. Uh, this year we have a new dish. It's called Fryer and Ice. Fryer is spelled F-R-Y-E-R. Nice little play on words. Uh, extra long french fries with chocolate soft-serve dip. I'm not entirely sure what an extra long french fry is, but um, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Uh, we also have s'mores fries, which we had for HHN 29. Um, and that's the sweet potato fries with marshmallow, chocolate chips, and graham cracker crumbs. Uh, and the Kids Own Pizza Company also sells icy products. And there's also a, um, a Coke kiosk back there as well. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. So... Next, we have the Revenge of the Tooth Fairy themed kiosk. Man, they're just throwing us all over this park. There is no rhyme or reason. Um, so the Revenge of the Tooth Fairy kiosk is going to be up by Music Plaza Stage right there on the corner, um, kind of by the Jimmy Fallon restrooms and then the gift shop of the Jimmy Fallon attraction. 
you can't miss it, really. It's in the best spot. So Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, we have the Bourbon Candied Pork Belly. This is skewered thick cut bacon coated in an apple bourbon candy coating. Yum. Uh, we also have Beer Floats, Blood Orange Cider, or Peanut Butter Chocolate Milk Stout with Vanilla Ice Cream. Delish. Um, we also have the Monte Cristo Waffle Sticks, Powdered Sugar, and Raspberry Melba Drizzle. I personally am so excited for the Waffle Sticks to come back. I loved the Waffle Sticks during HHN 28, and I'm so sad they did not make a reappearance for HHN 29. Honestly, heartbroken. HHN do better. <laughs> um, also, we have the Shattered Glass Candied Apples. Um, and that is that kiosk. All right, moving to Kid Zone again, <laughs> ping ponging all over the place. We have the Beetlejuice Twisted Tater Kiosk. Um, at this, well, this one is right in front of the animal actors um, on location stage, right where the the row of flags are flapping in the wind. Um, here we have the Twisted Tater, traditional and specialty flavors, including ghost pepper, blood and guts with chili, and roasted red pepper queso. We also have the Blood and Guts Twisted Frank, no description. We have the Twisted Frank, no description. And we have the Ghoul Juice. This is our alcoholic beverage, mango rum with cherry lime and allspice. Um, all right, moving over to the Universal Studios Classic Monsters Cafe. This will be open this year. No scare actor dining, which is a first for a long time. No scare actor dining this year. Um, Classic Monsters Cafe will be open and they will have specialty items. I unfortunately don't speak German and the first three of these are in German. So I'm going to butcher it. So I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, Flamkuchen, <laughs> which is a flatbread topped with cream, uh, onions, and smoked bacon. Ooh, I think I don't, yeah, it sounds delicious. I'm excited. <laughs> we also have the Moltaschen, Moltaschen, which is a vegan German dumpling filled with vegan meat. <laughs> oh my God. And we have the Rebadershkin, which is a potato pancake with applesauce. A potato pancake is just called a potato pancake. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we also have the Bride of Frankenstein Swirl, which is a black sesame and white swirl ice cream served in a black waffle cone. I don't know what black sesame is, but I guess we'll find out. And then we have the Monochrome Monster, which is a raspberry mocha iced coffee with vanilla ice cream. Honestly, I'm going to get that every single day. Okay, and then moving back to The Bridge by Men in Black and Simpsons and the new um, Halloween Nightmare Fuel show, which, by the way, the sign got put up today on August 26th, so that is back there as well. Um, okay, at this one, Wicked Growth Bomb of the Pumpkin, we have the Bog Slime, which is our alcoholic beverage. That is gin, lime juice, and a house-made matcha cardamom syrup 
I'm butchering all of these words. Um, we have the Field of Screams Gyoza, which is spicy ground turkey and a butternut squash filled dumplings. Uh, we have the Pumpkin Guts, which is a vegan dish. It is zucchini and squash rings with toasted hazelnuts and pumpkin seeds. Um, and then last, we have the Dulce Pumpkin Spiced Churros, which are churros filled with Dulce de Leche. Mmm, so good. So, I don't know why the Horror Nights website did this, but it just says various tent cart locations. Um, although... I know for a fact that the rest of these food and drink items are for the Hill House kiosk, which is back by Kids Own Pizza Company, and then the Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, food kiosk, which is up by Seek and Destroy, kind of right across from where the Tooth Fairy kiosk is. I don't know why they don't have them in their little categories. Maybe it has something to do with... Um, like the rights, um, and they didn't want their name on food items, which I don't know. I'm not even going to try and guess, but here we go. Okay, various beers and wines, par usual. Um, at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre tent, we have the Texas Heat Margarita, which is a spicy tamarind margarita with chili lime spiced rim. We have a lo roasted lamb spit, which is garlic... Oh, I'm sorry, spiced with garlic pickles and white bread. Uh, I love a good white bread. Grandma's skeleton tray, which is a vegan dish. It's going to be sliced garlic pickles and white bread. We love white bread. <laughs> uh, we have the jalapeno bacon grilled cheese, which is bacon-wrapped stuffed jalapeno poppers um, with cheddar cheese on country loaf bread. <laughs> we have the Leatherface Cherry Pie. Uh, for the Hill House tent, we have the Poison Tea Party. This is iced tea lemonade rum punch with huckleberry and allspice. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre again. We have the Severed Body Rib Bones, which is the sliced sticky ribs with barbecue sauce. We also have the Stuffed Brisket Grilled Cheese, which is a brisket, pepper jack, cheese, onions, tomatoes on a country loaf. I'm going to find out what a country loaf is. I'm very excited. And then last but not least, we have the tempa reuben and sauerkraut, which is also vegan. It's going to be tempa, which I assume is a type of vegan meat. Um, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Thousand Island dressing on rye bread. Uh, moving into City Walk, we have two specialty voodoo donuts this year. It's going to be the Bride of Frankenstein donut, and that is the marble cake dipped in chocolate and vanilla icing. And then we have Dracula's Kiss, which is a yeast donut in powdered sugar with cherry filling. Yum. Uh, and then as far as like regular food menus go for Universal Studios for the event, um, you have Finnegan's Bar and Grill, Louie's Italian Restaurant, Mel's Die-In, Richter Burger Company, and the Today Show Cafe. Uh, there has been no word yet on if they're going to do like a sampler um, lanyard like they do for Mardi Gras and they did for Christmas this year as well. Um, I would assume that they're not going to if we haven't had it released yet. Um, but we also got um, the announcement that there is going to be a specialty HHN freestyle cup. Um, they have not announced how they're going to be doing it this year, if it's like the Frequent Fear Cup 
where it's just going to be kind of like the regular daytime freestyle cup. But the cup is actually really, really cute. Um, it has the same kind of like red and black HHN Icons cartoon design that the 30 Years, 30 Fears um, Scare Zone has. So that is super cute. Uh, and that is our food announcement. Yay. All right. Back to you, past Russia Fear podcasters. Hey, as far as merchandise for the event this year, it seems like we have a lot of options. Uh, for the surprise store of the year, we have the All Hallows Eve Boutique in Islands of Adventure. I actually visited it the other day. Uh, <gasps> Isn't it amazing? It's very nice. This store I can didn't be found. Leave. <laughs> I, it was hot, and I walked far to get there, and I went to yeah. see if they had the jacket, and then they did. So I bought oh. it and I left. I did not stick around Ooh. to hang out. They it smells because they're making the candles in there. The two like magic candle company candles, and it yes. smells amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. It was so good. Also, it's not spelled boutique on the actual thing, but I think that's cute, so that's why I did it. Yeah, they should have done that. <laughs> right? You fixed they it for them. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Creative, if you're listening, I'm I'm upset with you. I'm like, yeah. okay, no, that's a lie. Um, I'm not upset, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this store can be found <laughs> in the last continent right before the entrance to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. And right next to the Talking Mystic Fountain. Uh, last year, we noticed that the boutique that originally was there closed. And soon after, we got an orange and black diamond patterns with bats, pumpkins, and owls on it. Uh, Sorry. We all had lot. We all, every, every single one of us had lots of thoughts of what it would be. But now we finally know. Uh, the store is open every day from park open to park close. So, you know, if you can get into Iowa, you can get into this store. And... It is not known if it will be open past Horror Night season or if it will only be here, you know, during this time of year. But we will find out. And it mm -hmm. is adorable. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> there's a lot of branded Horror Nights merchandise along with things from local vendors from the Orlando area like Halloween inspired artwork, pumpkin spice flavored hot sauce. That's a thing. I need to oh. get that. They I sell out that. every day. Really? It sounds yeah. disgusting. I'm, I'm, I want it. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, there's Halloween-inspired coffee from a local vendor. They have uh, a Magic Candle Company candles in there being made in the store. I mm -hmm. also saw some fudge. I don't know if it was local fudge or if it was universal fudge, but they were selling that in there, too. Mm -hmm. um, they make that stuff around the corner. The store is decorated to the nines in Halloween Horror Nights fun. And they even used the main pumpkin scarecrow from the HHN light scarecrow scavenger hunt last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely recognized that when I saw the pictures. I was like, oh, I know that guy. I took a picture with him. Um, mm -hmm. And then his and then brother as, is over in the uh, prop store for sale. Oh, really? The diver one, the one with the big, like, vintage sponge diver, like, helmet, the metal helmet. He's over in the prop store. I want to say for, like, $700. Dang. That seems pretty cheap. And there will be the usual Halloween Horror Nights tribute store in New York in the same spot that it always is. Uh, the facade is up, and it looks like this old haunted house. Uh, it doesn't look like it's specifically designed to look like any IP 
house, or I think it looks just like a like your typical haunted house, the one you'd see in any neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, the store officially opens on August 27th, and there will be previews of it the day before. Uh, so team members will have access to the store on the 26th of August from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., and then annual pass holders will be able to go in from 1 p.m. until uh, indeterminate. I would guess until the park closes, but since it's a preview, can't be sure. Yeah, this doesn't list a closing time for the store, but pass holders will have access starting at 1 p.m. So I would imagine that they would keep it open till the end of the day so that people who work on that day can still go after work and check it out. You know, that's the tribute store. Awesome. I'm excited about it. Tribute stores always... It's a whole, it's a whole attraction. It's an experience, that's yeah. Part of the event is, you know, we look forward to it as much as we look forward to any of the houses. And yeah. just a little TA hint. I need like a a theme song for TA hints. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you, if you're staying on property and you're not checking out the next day, it's very important. If you're not checking out the next day and you're staying on property, you can buy stuff in the tribute store and have it sent back to your hotel. Now. That was pre-COVID. They have not, as I've, as of today recording this, I have not heard that they've started this again yet, but I'm hoping that they will soon. If they haven't started this service back yet because of COVID, then you can have it sent to be held for you at the front of the park. So you don't have to carry the stuff around with you all night. I think parcel pickup is now in the Universal Studio store at CityWalk. Perfect. Even better. Yeah. Parcel pickup. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which is handy because you don't want to carry around that stuff in HHN all night. You know, no. it's you just, tiring enough as it is. You buy all the t-shirts and you wear them all at the same time for the rest of the night. <laughs> God, that's even worse. <laughs> all right, so Joey hot. from Friends. <laughs> I know. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? All right, let's pivot over to our hype list overview. <laughs> hey, transition. Hype list. All right. I'm going to lead this hype list. Go for it. Revelation here. So (laughs) let's start with our number 10 house. And Kenneth, you go first. Number 10 on my houses this year is Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy is last because I've already seen it. And of the three houses that were at HHN Light last year, uh, it was my least favorite of the three. Okay. And so I am more excited to see things that I have not yet seen and more excited to see the other two again than I am to see this one. Fair enough. All right, Maddie, how about you? Yeah, yeah. my number 10 is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ah. Yeah, I... As I posted on Twitter and got some interesting responses from it, um, including a fan account of the gentleman who owns the barbecue shop in the movie saying that he's running out of meat supply for his chili making business and that he was going to use me and someone else. Oh, I, God. I, I, I supported you on that. I'm not a fan of the film. Um, yeah, it was very I, odd. Wow. <laughs> It's like, uh, cool. I've reached a different side of Twitter, but thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't particularly enjoy the movie. It just kind of, it didn't help. It didn't hold my attention. I felt, I found myself like scrolling 
on my phone a lot watching it. Um, I am excited for the house because I've heard from others that the house definitely represents the storyline and the characters better. Um, but there is a lot more that I am more excited for than this. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, Maddie, would have to agree with you because it's my number 10 as well. Boom, boom. Yep. Uh, it looks like there's not a single girl in the cast of this house, which I find strange. That's yeah. true. A friend of mine is in this house and he, he did say the same thing. He said, mm. it's all the guys. A lot of boys. Every single person. Yeah. Well, I, you know, the, the chainsaw wielding houses <laughs> are never my favorites um, in general. So there's that. But then also based on the one version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I went through a few, how long ago was that? A few years ago or so? It was 2016. Um, yeah, uh, it didn't do much for me. So that's my number 10. Okay. Have you watched the movie yet, Michelle? Long, long time ago. I need to watch it again. But again, that type of horror movie is not my favorite. Yeah. So. Well, I'm going to wrap up our uh, bashing of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We're going to keep it all in one chunk because it is my number nine. Uh, Perfect. And I think rewatching the movie definitely hurt it on its hype list placement for me. Uh I don't like the movie. Uh, I've gotten into friendly debates on Twitter about it as well. <laughs> um, and I, I don't say that facetiously. They've been very respectful uh, conversations. But uh, I'm just not interested in movies where things just happen for no reason. And that's kind of how I feel about this movie. It's just, you know, like five teenagers get murdered. Um, and there's not really like any narrative drive or reason or function there's not really much of a story it's just like stuff yeah. happens and fans of the movie will say well some of the scariest things happen for no reason and i'm like yeah but that's what life is for like a movie should have some sort of structure a and storyline of some sort yeah yeah like uh, i i i disagree that uh that make that's an argument for why the movie is good i to me um, it's just a, a movie should do more. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, a story should do more. I should say maybe not even just a movie. I, I, I'm more interested in story than I am in uh, accuracy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, that's totally I, fair though. Cause like that scene where they're trying to have the grandpa kill the girl. Oh, why did that scene last? What felt like an eternity? Every scene lasts three times longer than it should. It's just like, <laughs> It's like a full minute and a half of shots of like all the like bones and stuff hanging in that one room. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, all right, I get the point. I got it. All right. Can we move to the next thing, please? Like, why is this still happening? The um, chase anyway. scene. Well, you guys <laughs> are really making whole... me want to watch this movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's fresh. <laughs> yeah. While I don't like the movie, I loved the house in 26. And I do think that I'm going to like this house a lot. I'm just not excited for it because I don't like the movie. Maddie, what is your number nine? Uh, same as Kenneth's number 10, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. And pretty much the same reason as Kenneth. I saw it last year. Um, it is an excellent house. I am very excited to see it again, hopefully with more scare actors, um, less plexiglass. Uh, but once again, I am more excited for other things. But I'm that very excited funny. to see it again. That's my number nine, too. Wow. Yes. <laughs> somebody was copying off of somebody else. Oh, wow. <laughs> cheater, cheater, I did, pumpkin I eater. I didn't see it at all last year, but based on my excitement for the other houses, this one just got kind of pushed to the bottom for me. Um, cool concept, but not as exciting of a 
subject as the others are. But I, I, it's pretty clear that we, as a group, have our bottom two houses. Because <laughs> yes. all, all three of us agree that, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Revenge of the Tooth Fairy are numbers nine and ten. So mm-hmm. we shall see if, after we've experienced HHN, if our hype lists change at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go with my number eight first. My number eight is Case Files Unearthed Legendary Truth. And this one, again, is kind of like the others. There's so many good <laughs> offerings this year that it's, I don't, there's nothing against this house. It's just not as exciting as the other ones. And that's probably mostly because I don't really know much about the history behind Legendary Truth. Um, and I have no idea what to expect. So, this could be like a game changer where after we experience, we're like, oh my God, that was super cool. And it could move, totally move up. But for now, because I know nothing about it, it's my number eight. Hmm. It's very fair. Yeah. Okay. So Maddie, what's your number eight? Um, I'm very sad about this one because I recently watched this movie for the very first time. I know. Don't come for me. I really, really love the movie. I thought it was super cool. I'm very excited for the house. Uh, But Beetlejuice is my number eight. I know. Once again, it's just like there's so many other good things. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm so excited to see this house in its entirety. Um, I did spoil myself, though, and I watched a walkthrough. I think an illegal walkthrough from the, like, two days that it was open last year. Um, so I have like a good idea of what the house is going to look like with COVID precautions, but I'm still excited. It's just there's things that I'm more excited for. Wow, that surprises hmm. me. But the movie was really, really good. I just watched the movie again a couple of days ago, too, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know this, why I'd never watched it. This is like so bad. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's wacky. I've, my family, who none of them had seen it, they were like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> like, we have to watch it because we're going to Halloween Horror Nights and you have to know what it is. And they're like, yeah. no, we really don't. <laughs> anyway. All uh, right. Kenneth, uh, what's your number eight? My number eight is Puppet Theater Captive Audience. <gasps> wow. What? Yeah, I know. Everyone everyone has this so high on their lists, like from other podcasts I've seen and like or listened to and lists I've seen on Twitter. Um, I think this house is going to be amazing, uh, but uh, I, I'm just more interested in everything else. Wow. There's not re- I, I can say nothing bad about this house or anything mm-hmm. about it that makes me think I won't like it. I just I think I'm I, I'm more excited for everything else. That's all. That's all I can That's say. That's fair. Very fair. This the dolls isn't are like, human body parts. Yeah. Right. It's not the dolls and puppets attacking you. It's the theater and puppet and ballet people killing you to make puppets. Yeah. 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 It's going to be cool. Whole new it's going to be real cool. Yeah, Heck yeah. I think so too. All right. Kenneth, what's your number seven? Number seven is Welcome to Scary Horror in the Heartland. Um, I am... Looking forward to this, I, I, I think maybe something that puts it down on my list is the facade of just the billboard. Uh, something about that is just a little underwhelming to me. And I don't, I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't know what else it would be, but I'm really excited to see what's in there and see some, 
you know, familiar faces and locations. Uh, but I think of all of the anniversary and retrospective houses that there are this year, uh, this one seems like it would have the least uh, cohesive storyline or maybe like through line of the, of the like, yeah. you know, rewind I was, houses. I was going to ask you about that. Do you think that this is just going to be a compilation house of all the things that deal with Welcome to or the Scary Ohio? Or do you think it's going to be an actual storyline involving characters we've seen before? I kind of think we're going to just kind of walk through the town a little bit. You know, it'll take us like through the cinema or to, yeah. I, I, I kind of think that it'll, there'll be a kind of a storyline, not, not necessarily storyline, but I just think it's going to be like walking through the town with all the different horrors that are happening. That's how it is in my head, at least. Yeah. I, I'm imagining, I'm imagining something more compilation, more greatest titsy kind of like, uh, like a slaughter cinema or an HR blood and guts presents holidays of horror. We're just like, you walk room, room after room, seeing different things. Um, which I, I mean, there's no problem with that. I just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, th- actually, those have been some of my favorite houses that I've ever seen. Uh, Slaughter yeah. Cinema is way, way, way up on my all-time list. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I guess, just the mystery of not knowing what we're going to see. Um, and with the expectation of not having a story kind of puts it below because there's other houses higher on the list where I also don't know what I'm going to see. But that's kind of what makes me so excited about the, about it. Yeah. But we'll get there when we get there. Well, my number seven is actually Bride of Frankenstein Lives. And that's mostly... Be- <laughs> but that's mostly because I'm not like, I'm not a huge classic monsters fan. I've never really seen them. I mean, it, the house last time was, was cool. Um, but again, there's just others that I'm more excited about. I think I'm going to yeah. like it. Don't get me wrong. I want to like all of these, but yeah, there's others I'm more excited about. And that's just mainly because I'm not very up on that whole storyline. So that's yeah. me. Maddie, what about you? Um, my number seven is case files unearthed. Okay. Yeah. I'm very excited for it. Um, but just like you, Michelle, I don't have any background in it. So it's just kind of be like, it's going to be a surprise and delight yeah. to walk through it. I'm very excited. It could be my number one at the end yeah, of the Yeah, exactly. Event. We, we just don't yeah. know much about it. I am very excited to meet Boris Schuster, though. After following um, Shelby on Twitter for this long period of time, I, <laughs> I feel as though I have a duty to meet like Boris Schuster. And yeah. I, well, I, he has a fun name, too. He just makes me think of Mr. Schuster from Glee. <laughs> uh, well, and, and none of us have ever met Boris Schuster before, so this is going to be fun for everybody. Woo-woo. Yeah, I think that's going to be one that surprises us, honestly. Yeah. But. I think it's going to be a lot of, like, cool creatures and monsters, you know? From what the, the cover art looks like. Yeah. That, like, cool... Cool monsters, kind of like Scooby-Doo, but like less campy, more scary. I'm a little, I mean, I am excited to go through it because it's, there's something about going through a house where you have no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it kind of brings a little bit of, um, a little bit higher level of anxiety to the picture. Uh, so that's, that'll be cool. I think it'll yeah. be good, but. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Number six. My number six is puppet theater, captive audience. <gasps> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they, can't, they can't all be number one. My God. I will die on the hill that holds puppet theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, puppet theater. I'm excited about puppet theater. Don't get me wrong. But I think that one's really going to scare the crap out of me. So I'm going to have a hard time keeping my eyes open on that one. So that was the fear <laughs> factor of that one is what took it down a notch for me. So, um, yeah. Maddie, what's your number six? Welcome to scary. Welcome to scary. Yeah. I'm excited. Because uh, <laughs> I'm more excited for others, but I'm still excited for this. I know. Yeah. That's, see, that's what... That's, that's the <sighs> thing. Is this year are just not easy to do. Yeah, I mean, that's basically everything on this entire thing is just like... <laughs> Because it's my number six, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think right. if I had had more previous experience with the event and I knew more about the properties that were going to be in this one, it would probably be higher because I would be so excited for them to come back. But simply because I have no experience, I'm I'm very excited to meet all these characters and people that I've been hearing about for the past few years. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Pumped. I'm hoping I'm hoping that that Welcome to Scary has kind of a uh, more comedic tone to it because a lot of the ones I think of that are rooted in scary or in Carrie um are were kind of like the the funny house for the year like Leave it to mm-hmm. Cleaver and HR Blood and Guts and Slaughter Cinema. Yeah, just touching back on why it's my number 7. I just feel like I can't remember everything that was in, that takes place in Carrie, so like I don't even know what I'm excited for. But <laughs> right. I'm excited for it, you know. That's, That's just going to be like the the tagline of this year. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. I don't know why, but I'm excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Kenneth's wait. next one. Oh, oh, okay. I'm I was gonna, gonna say. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm gonna guess Kenneth's next because I'm keeping a list of what you guys say because I know that. After oh, the event geez. starts, we're going to come back to this and we're going to compare. So yes, okay. I don't want you guys to be like, oh, I don't remember what mine was. Oh, no, so, I write mine down. All right. I have so one mine on paper here. I'm going to guess Kenneth's sick number six is Beetlejuice. Boy, you're so wrong, Michelle. Oh, Am I really? <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Jeez. yeah. My number six is uh, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, actually. <gasps> okay. Um, wrong. That would have been my second okay. guess. I, I I felt foolish when I said that you were wrong for making it number seven. And then I looked at my list. I was like, oh, it's number six for me, though. So yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, I think of the of the three that were open last year, uh, Bride of Frankenstein Lives was definitely my favorite of the three and definitely the one that I did the most number of times. And it's. It's 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 damn near a perfect haunted house. It's so good. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. I I uh am really excited to go back and see it, but just like we've said, I'm more excited to get to see all, you know, the top 5, which if you've been keeping track, one of them is returning but, you know, with limited access last year. Um so I'm excited, more excited to see that again and see everything else for the first time than I am to see Bride again. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Now we're getting to the goods, guys. Top five. All right. 
Number five. Let's hear your number five, Maddie. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Wicked Growth. Rum of oh. the Pumpkin. What? Okay, it's in my top five. That has okay. to count for something. Jeez. <laughs> I, I mean, that's fair. I did gas every time y'all said puppet theater at not your number one, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm very, very excited for this one. I... I think, okay, I'm going to make a request um, for opening night for the three of us. I I think we should only do this house once it's actually dark outside to get Agreed. the full effect of the facade. Yeah. Okay, Agreed. that's it. I'm done. Okay, cool. Kay. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> I Yeah, actually, it's going to be hard to choose which ones to do before it gets dark because... Soundstage. Uh, oh, wait, no. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god you're right wait, i'm we'll sorry just, we will have to plan and discuss this guys okay yeah oh my god i'm so nervous it's gonna be tough <laughs> i'm so right. nervous i'm kenneth, so nervous kenneth what's your number five my number five is case files unearthed legendary truth oh, okay. um i Love the idea of like a detective story haunted house that features like mythological monsters. Like Scooby I want to watch, Doo. I want to, but Scooby-Doo is more, it's like teenagers and it's kid friendly. I'm thinking of like, like the Maltese Falcon or, you know, <gasps> like one of these old, like something like that. Oh my God. I can't, I love, I love you. It's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. It's a good movie. Um, you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you would have a problem with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I get to meet myself. <laughs> do Do we need to remind you that you like girls, Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been rejected, but at the same time, like not. Don't put yourself back in the closet, okay? <laughs> All right. Anyways, case files on Earth. That was your number yeah. five. Why? I just love. I love the idea of that, like black and white detective, you know, noir. But like his, the the crimes involve aliens and monsters and creatures, and you know, it's just it's such a fun. Like I want to see that movie, mm -hmm. but we get we get even better than that. We get to walk through it and be in it. Do we think the well, house will be in black and white? Have they done that before? Kind of historian. I, I think they have. I think there was a 20, scare zone. Yeah. I think in 2012, which is the year I did not attend. Um, but I want to say that they did a universal monsters house that year that was in black and white. Oh, I hope this house is in black and white. I think that'd be so cool. And I mean, I could be way off on what this, what I'm like, what my expectations are for this house and like what, what the like aesthetic and vibe is going to be. But mm -hmm. like, that's just what I'm imagining. And I, I am so excited for it. Awesome. All right. My number five is Beetlejuice. Hmm. And that's just because I think it deserves to be in top five. I think it's going to be a fun, light kind of house that I can definitely keep my eyes open and enjoy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think it's going to give me much uh, fear factor at all. Kind of yeah. like Ghostbusters. Like I, that didn't really 
ever scare me, which I like that adrenaline rush. I like getting scared. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's top five, but number five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've all done our number fives. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with number four. My number four is HHN icons captured. Okay. Okay. And I really can't explain that. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm super excited about it. I love, I love the icons. I really do. But I, I don't know how it's going to be. Like, I don't, I'm afraid it's going to be like a choppy house. You know, instead of have a, any type of like a cohesive storyline or whatever. So I don't know. I like the houses that I that I feel like they're very cohesive. And I, I just don't see this one being cohesive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Number four. I'm still excited about it. Pumped. But there are three more that yeah. I'm more pumped about. I mean, based on the other ones, like, you know, case files and and have you gotten to scary on your list yet, Michelle? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving my number, my top uh, don't three away. It. I know, okay. you're giving my top three away. <laughs> All right, number four, um, Kenneth. My number four is Beetlejuice. Uh, I, you know, I did get to see it last year, and it was a lot of fun, and I... I always love the lighthearted fun house, whether it is an original or an IP. Um, I loved Ghostbusters. I had so much fun every time. And Beetlejuice definitely fits in the same category with that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's not super scary, but it'll still get it'll still get you a little bit. Um, but uh, I, for me, Tim Burton, uh, I, I don't really love any Tim Burton movies, but I always love the look of them. I love the aesthetic. So to me, like a Tim, Tim Burton and, and haunted houses or Tim Burton and, and walk through attractions ex- and experiences, that is a perfect pairing in my mind. And so this house is kind of what I always wanted Tim Burton properties to be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to just get to go back and see it again and uh, hopefully see a more complete version of it. Um, I think of, of the three we saw last year, this was definitely the most, uh, hastily, you know, uh, put together and like, Oh, oh, find some people. And so there's definitely moments in it that we, that we did not see what, whatever was supposed to be happening. So I'm just excited to actually finally see what this house was supposed to be. That makes sense. Cool. Maddie, what's your number four? My, oh my, my number four is Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Yeah. 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 I'm so excited to see it again. It's so good. So good. And I'm excited to see what they've changed, what they've added. It's going to be great. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that this house, the way we saw it last year was almost exactly what they meant it to be. Um. Was there plexiglass up? There was plexiglass, but there is there weren't as many spaces in this house as there were in Tooth Fairy where like there was clearly something missing, you know? Yeah. Um, like I feel like every boo hole had someone in it. It's just that they were behind plexiglass. Yeah. Whereas Tooth Fairy had a few moments where it was like, there's nothing there, there's no one here, and it really, really seems like somebody is supposed to be there. Yeah. From what I've heard, there are a few additions. Okay. Yeah. 
which is great. I mean, I'll take it. I think, uh, I think then Bride went from number six to uh, number six, but just a little bit closer <laughs> to number five than it was before. <laughs> fair, fair. All right. <laughs> All right. So everybody's done their number four. Kenneth, what's your number three? My number three is Netflix presents The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I just finished rewatching this series as well as all the movies, uh, you know, Beetlejuice, Texas Chainsaw and The Bride of Frankenstein. I just finished doing all my HHN homework, rewatching the movies for the houses. And uh, The Haunting of Hill House is one of my favorite uh things i've ever seen it's so good it's so uh heavy emotionally heavy and and compelling to me like i start that show and i just don't want to stop at and at the same time i don't want to watch the whole thing in one go because it's so it just like makes you sink down into like darkness um but man i love that show and i I'm really excited to walk through the house and see the ghosts and have those moments. Uh, and uh, I mean, Horror Nights does haunted house houses really well. And in a house like this, where we know the house and we've been in the house and we know the ghosts and we're going to get to see the ghosts in person, it's going to be very, very and part, ex- forgive me Twitter for saying the forbidden word, but it's going to be so spoopy. Mm. Oh, good God. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lordy. Um, Because you said spoopy, I'm cutting you off now. Now it's Maddie's Maddie's turn. What is your number three? (laughs) My number three (laughs) is also Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yay. Yay. I will marry you, Maddie. (gasps) (laughs) Yay! Marriage is what brings us together (laughs) today. (laughs) Thank you. I'll be here all week. Um, I'm so excited for this one. I remember watching Haunting of Hill House when it first came out, right around the end of like uh, HHN 28. And I was so pumped. So pumped. It's so good. It is so I just, good. It's so good. And like now that I've rewatched it and I actually focused, I think, more on it than I did the first time. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so good. I hope they do Bly Manor next year. Oh, my God. Me too. Good Lord. All right. My number three is Scary Horror in the Heartland. Mm. And mm. that is really because I really like the recurring theme of Cary, Ohio. Like, I, I love the history behind that. And I feel like I've missed out on so much of it because I started HHN so late <laughs> in life. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing some of that stuff that I've missed out on. And if Slaughter Cinema is in there, like anything from Slaughter Cinema, I'm gonna. that's going to be amazing because... <sighs> That was a great house. And I hope to see just a little piece of it again in this house. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number three. And moving on, my number two is Haunting of Hill House. So it's pretty close to you guys. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. 
So for the same reasons you guys said, like Haunting of Hill House is just such an amazing show. It's not just like a, a slasher a horror movie. It's 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 emotional. It's compelling. It's scary in times. Um, and I'm excited to be a part of that story. You know, I, I, I know that we're mm-hmm. not going to actually walk through scenes from from the the show which is i think a really cool idea we get to like just experience it ourselves as if we are part of the show and that's cool so i um i'm looking forward to seeing those ghosts in person Mm -hmm. so yay and i feel like haunting of hill house in the realm of netflix originals i feel like it didn't have as big of its like moment in the sun as Others did like Stranger Things and um, stuff like that. But like thinking back to the funeral scene, almost that entire episode was a single shot. And like no one talks about it. Like I know that we're not going to see anything like that in the Well, we don't know that, but I I would assume that we're not going to see anything from that scene in the house. But like the whole house is one shot from the, the point of view of your eyeballs. That, no interrupted cuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but like, I, it's it's such a good. I'm happy they finally are bringing it. And like you said, it is so much more of an emotional. There is no like blood and guts. There is no knives and chainsaws. It's it's literally just like ghosts. It's just a family dealing with with trauma and grief and yeah. like so many real world. Uh, difficulties and challenges that uh, mm-hmm. re- are represented by ghosts and horror moments. Uh, man, it's it's just great. Wow, that got real deep. It's going to be a pretty house. That's <laughs> yeah, why the show is. is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Literally a house. So excited. All right, um, Maddie, what's your number two? Number two, HHN Icons Captured. Bow, bow, bow. And I'm excited. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Explain. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited to meet all of the. I I mean, it's the same thing for all of the other history stuff to do with Horror Nights. Like, I'm excited to meet all these icons for the first time because I have no experience with any of them. Um, And however this house is presented, whether it's each room is a different icon doing their own thing, or if it's what I would. I would love, I would love to see all of them interacting in a cohesive, like, storyline throughout. Um, but either way, I'm excited to meet Chance. I'm excited to meet Jack, the usher, the director. Uh, and I'm most excited to get to see Jack's pants. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am excited to see Chance again. Yeah. Fun, fun times. So, Kenneth, you're number two. Mine is also HHN Icons Captured. Oh, uh, wow. Husband and yeah. wifey. Wow. <laughs> um, to me, this feels like the main event of Halloween Horror Nights this year. Uh, like this house is the, the headliner yeah. of the entire event. You know, yeah. for, for, for Horror Nights fans, this is it. Um, and especially with how much I've thought about my own headcanon of like, if I were making a shared universe, like Marvel style of horror nights icons or uh, 
because I think about that a lot. I think I've talked about it on here before. Um, mm-hmm. Like doing Universal's Dark Universe, but based on Horror Nights icons. Uh, this to me, this house is like the Avengers Endgame of that series. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like like we've all said, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, vignettes of each or if they're going to be all kind of interacting together if there's going to be some sort of storyline that's happening that we're a part of but the main thing i know is that these icons have never been the stars of a haunted house together yeah. they have been in houses together I think the 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 blog post said that for the first time they'll be in a house together. That's not true because they were all in horror, uh, 25 years of Monsters and Mayhem. But they were not the star. That that wasn't the focus of the house. You know, the house was... Was, was Chance in that house? Uh, I don't I only got through that house once. Um, and it was like opening night of I Horror Nights that year. I don't think she was in that house. I could be totally wrong though. Well, yeah, Again, and I mean, she wasn't closed. she wasn't an icon yet at the time. She was a sidekick still. Um, yeah. Like she she was like on the same lines of kind of like Cindy uh, yeah. and Eddie. You know, like she was a character and she'd been seen, but she wasn't an icon fully. So, mm-hmm. um, but like, we've seen the director and the usher and Jack and the caretaker and the storyteller in a house together, but they were kind of just like, "Boo, here I am. All right." Bye. Uh, and so this, I think, is going to be much more exciting, much more, uh, much more time with them. I'm hoping that this is like an extra long house so we get to see them even more. And the whole like, uh, you know, depending on when you walk through, it'll have a different ending or a different one will reign supreme. Like, yeah. I always love that kind of I always love that kind of thing, too. So I'm very, very excited for this house. Yeah. Yay. That's cool. All right. So drum roll, please. All right. Our number ones are Maddie. Puppet Theater. No surprise there. And mm-hmm. Kenneth. Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. And Michelle, Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. Hey. Bow, bow, bow. Tent, house, <laughs> tent, house, tent, house. Yeah, it's the, it's the year of the tents. Yes. yes. So... I know we've heard we've heard plenty from Maddie about how amazing puppet theater is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wicked I growth, it. I think, is just going to be so beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be so beautiful and awesome. And you're totally right that we have to see it at dark. Yeah, this this is a house I think is going to be yes, very beautiful. I think it's going to be really claustrophobic. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really intense. I'm imagining, and I, I, I'm, I'm sure that we made this comparison last time we talked about it when it was announced, but I'm picturing something like Scarecrow. I'm picturing something like um, Tomb of the Ancients. One of those kinds of houses, uh, but with that classic... Halloween pumpkin vibe. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, there's as, as far as like original concept houses goes, like where you're not uh, doing an IP. I think that they're usually I'm most excited for like the, the one that looks like it's going to be fun and silly, but man, this one 
just uh, I, I can't even put it into words. Like right. I, I, it's just going to be gonna awesome. Be, it's going to be. T- I think it's going to be terrifying. Like yeah. you said, definitely terrifying and beautiful. Yeah, yeah, but like definitely a mixture of like the scariness of Scarecrow, but also like the just overwhelming like plantness of seeds of extinction mm. uh-huh. with from what I've seen and heard the like tight knit space of tomb of the ancient. I, it's yeah. just, it's going to be so, but we've also, we've had two different types of like pumpkin people slash creatures with the harvest scare zone in 28 and then like or the, the, the twisted the, tri- oh you're, you're right yeah the harvest yeah 28. um but then there was also like the the pumpkin head guy who was the chainsaw where he was more of like i don't want to say cartoony but he had more of like a face yeah i know what you're talking about i love so, that guy yeah so like i'm i'm excited to see what type of pumpkin we're going to have in this one. Yeah. 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 Awesome. <sighs> and and so, so Kenneth and I both put this at the top of our list, but Kenneth and I put puppet theater fairly low on our list. So Maddie, what mm-hmm. is it about puppet theater that put it so high on your list compared to what Kenneth and I thought? Well, if you open up my 37-page thesis that I emailed to you both, <laughs> and I hope you print it out and stapled, um, I will start to explain all of the reasons why I'm excited for puppet theater. No, I'm, I don't know. I just, I, like, I know I watched the video of it last year after, like, when the event was canceled and all that stuff, but for some reason, I don't think, I think I blanked. I think I was just sad. And I was like, oh, what, I'll watch it probably in the background. But watching it again more recently, I was like, okay, wait, this is going to be awesome. I I love theater. I love the whole, I talked about it an episode or two ago when it was announced, but like the whole European style of theater. Um, I also really love the idea that they're like trapped in there. And like, they've just gone crazy, you know, it's great. And also that episode of Criminal Minds is still one of my favorites to this day, which is probably why I'm in therapy. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's like all of those things mixed together. And I'm just so excited. And from what I've heard from some friends in the house, like, it's going to be awesome. Like even they, they only showed us a small amount of the house in that video. There is like so much more to it. So I'm super excited. Sweet. All right. So guys, we're going to quickly, we're running out of time. So we're going to quickly go through our hype list for scare zones. And that way we'll have something to compare to later on after the event has started. Um, So why don't Maddie, you start first with uh, your whole list, starting with number five. Ten four. Okay, my number five is Crypt TV, mostly because I don't really know what it's about. Number four is Thirty Years Thirty Fears. I'm very excited, but it's Avenue of the Stars. Um, my number, <laughs> my number three is Lights Camera Haction. I know that's very surprising because I love Teeks and Foons. However, number two is Gorewood Forest because I think it's going to be beautiful and like girl power, obviously. Um, and then my number one is Seek and Destroy because I'm very, very intrigued and I love an original scare zone. Okay. Wow. 
Thank you. Nicely done. Yeah. I'm going to try to match that, uh, <laughs> that performance. Perfect. Okay. I will not match it. I'm just going to tell you right now. So go okay. for it, Kenneth. <laughs> okay. Uh, number five, also Crypt TV. Uh, same reason. I'm just not that familiar with it. Uh, and I think it's going to be cool. Number four, Gorewood Forest. Uh, I am very excited to see my Terra Queen again, but I'm more excited for everything else. Uh, number three, 30 Years, 30 Fears. Avenue of the Stars is also working against it here. And also, uh, I just I think I'm going to be more excited to see them in the house than I am in the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Lights, Camera, Action, Eddie's Revenge. I am so excited to see all of these returning Greatest Hits Scare Zone characters uh, and so, I mean, you can't really beat that, but you can because number one is seek and or, yeah, seek and destroy. Uh, I love big chaotic New York scare zone energy, uh, and this is just screaming that. So the end. I really <laughs> love that seek and destroy is both of our number ones after the absolute dumpster fire that was us trying to figure out what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. uh, all yep. right <laughs> last but not least my uh scare zone <laughs> hype list uh i agree with both of you that number five is crypt tv for the same reason i have no idea what it is i've watched a little bit of it but um eh, it's all right so we'll see uh number four don't kill me is seek and destroy <gasps> murder <laughs> and that's only because um i'm not a big well, fan of the whole like military uh militia kind of vibe loud gun kind of i don't know i just picture it being very warlike and that's uh that's a little overwhelming for me um so number four is seek and destroy number three lights camera action eddie's revenge um, that one I'm looking forward to seeing some of these little snippets of houses in the past or, or scare zones in the past that I wish I could have seen in person back then. So that's going to be an interesting one. However, it's in a spot that I'm not crazy about, but oh, well, number two is Gorewood Forest. That area, Central Park, always tends to be my favorite area ever for um, a scare zone just because it's always beautiful. No matter how scary they try to make it, it's still beautiful. So I'm looking forward to that. And yes, girl power. And number (laughs) one is 30 years, 30 fears. And that is because I'm really, really hoping to be able to interact with Chance again because that was some of my favorite HHN memories ever um, when she had her scare zone up there. And uh, it was so fun. Um, So I'm hoping to see her again. Yeah, not the best location, but I do like the idea of having the different icons on their different stages and being able to actually interact with them instead of having to rush past them in a house. Boom. Yeah, fair. We will not kill you for putting Seek and Destroy at number four. Uh, We will let the controller do that. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) We will leave it it to him, them, it, she, he, we. Oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna be your sacrifice then, huh? Is that how this is gonna go? Yep. We'll see. Oh, good. Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the first time I've been somebody's sacrifice in that scare zone, to be honest with you. Robin <laughs> knows exactly what I'm talking about. So <laughs> um well, okay. Yeah. All right. I think that'll do it for this episode. Uh, As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We hope that this audio event guide helped you plan and get you super excited for the event. We can't wait. 
and I'm sure you cannot either. Woo! One week. Yeah. For all the HHN 30 content during the event, make sure you are following our Facebook page at facebook.com slash rush of fear and our Instagram at rush.of.fear. Yes. And if you are last minute, like many people are and still are looking for your tickets and or hotel for visiting the event, please reach out to Mouse and Muggle Travel Company. We will be happy to take care of you. Um, no judgment on the last minute booking, I promise. So yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you can find me at Michelle, that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, at mouseandmuggle.com. And I will take this moment to also once again plug my upcoming Halloween show with my band on October 2nd. That's Pangolin Presents the Family Ghouls. It's at Will's Pub on October 2nd in Orlando. And we just released a single from uh, the accompanying EP. It's called Bloodsucker, Dracula Owes Me Money. And it's available everywhere that music can be heard. And the video is on YouTube. And it's super good. So good. Go listen to it. Uh, yes. ticket, ticket information and everything about the band and the event can be found at pangolinfl.com. That's P-A-N-G-O-L-I-N-F-L.com. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. The podcast has come to an end. Now, get out. <laughs> <laughs>